afternoon or good evening. Finally, Everybody Loves Bliss is back. This is, I'm gonna call this season two because I've been away so long. So we're gonna drop this and, and uh, we're gonna categorize this into uh, seasons now. And guess who's back in the house with me? Hey. Hey, who are you? They got it. Who are you? I'm Kevin. You are Kevin. You are Kevin. We missed you, Kevin. I miss you too. And I think the people missed us okay. collectively. I'm, you know, I'm, you were my last I'm, I'm guest. I'm hoping that's true. Yeah, you were my last guest. Okay. Yeah, and you know what? I'm sweating already. And the last shall be first. And the last shall be first. I'm glad to see you. You know, likewise, it's a shame I don't see you in between tapings of the show. It really kind of is because it's like, it's not like we aren't friends. So. And it's not like we don't live like. Right. Right close. In the yeah. same city. Yeah, in the same city. Okay. And I'm sweating already. We have, we have a few things going on. We're, we're drinking, um, mimo- well, we kind of had a little brunch today. A little, I know. We kind of did it differently and today. it was exceptional. Everybody loves Bliss's cooking, too, yeah. by the oh, way. Yeah. Let me just share that Oh, yeah. You. That's, that's, you know what? Everybody loves Bliss. Bliss from Everybody Loves Bliss. I'm talking about myself in the third right. person. That's okay. And like a collective. When, when, you, when you cook this well, oh, you can. Thank you. You well, can. Well, you know, that's, that's, the, that's the next um, step for this, this okay. whole project here. So you all are getting some exclusive information. This is okay. the next step. So we, we're doing the mimosa, and we're doing it with a Verity today. Um, I actually had that a few months ago and loved it, so I figured it'd make a great mimosa. And it does. And it does. Exactly. And, it does. and you're also good. drinking the... Um, oh, my gosh. The strong. Longest instant coffee I've ever had in my entire I life. I told you. I'm just saying. I told you. It's called um, Elite Indian Instant Coffee. I have never had anything yeah, like this, this before. This coffee's going to have me awake for like three days. It's espresso I, 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 on I, I, steroids. It, it is really what it is. is. It really, really in is. In instant it. form. Yeah. I, I made the mistake the first time I had it of thinking, oh, you know, it's instant. I'm going to need a little extra in the cup. Wrong. Yeah. I, I wasn't. I wasn't yeah, functional. Exactly. Yeah. So. Look, let's go on and get into it. It's it's been a lot going on. Oh my gosh, for real, for real. Oh gosh, I you know what? Let you know th- we live in Baltimore, so that people know. I think people knew that anyway. And so, uh, I I know you guys are expecting me to come back and talk on the whole Freddie Gray and the uprising mm-hmm. and all that. We missed that, and I'm not even going to go back to that right. at this point. Um, but nationally, there is a story that we cannot get away from. Oh no. In the form, even if even if we wanted to, even if you want to, you can. And actually, I was I was thinking, do I want to talk about this? It's been talked about so much. In fact, on my social media pages, I have been wearing it out. But I'm like, okay, you know, it is the story of the moment, so we got to talk about it. Rachel Dolezal, is that how we pronounce it? I Dolezal? don't know. Dolezal? And it, it, I was Dolezal? actually look, looking to you for leadership on that mm. because I'm kind of like, you know. Yeah. Well, we'll go with that. Yeah, we'll go with that. Okay, so um, unless you live under a rock, but you may be in a different country, so you know that's not living under a rock. Uh, you know, it's it's just different. Um, what's happened here in the United States is that um, the president of one of the chapters of the NAACP, which is an African American Advancement Organization, um, uh, the president um, was recently outed. And she was outed because people thought she was African-American and she's actually white. 
Um, she was outed by her parents, which is in itself a story. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, time. yeah. So, uh, so the, it's caused like a divide in the country. It's caused conversations about race we've never had. So actually, you know, I, I'm actually kind of glad this happened because people are talking. I've had people commenting on my, like my Facebook pages that I'm surprised would even have commentary on this. Mm-hmm. Um, all demographics and i'm i'm really surprised at what i'm seeing um there's a big divide about this about whether what she did was okay or not there was some deception it, it wasn't just that she um per, i'll use the word perpetrate it and, and i'm gonna kind of change that later on but she for for intensive purposes of explaining this perpetrated that she was black when she is actually listed as caucasian on her birth certificate mm-hmm. Um, and also, there's some other questionable stories that she told about identifying an African-American man as her father, about the sons that she has, um, identifying them as her sons, and they're really her adopted brothers. There's a lot of things. So we're going to talk about all, we're going to dissect all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and she actually just spoke yesterday with uh, Matt, Matt Lauer. Lauer yeah. for t- and to me, first of all, why in the hell would Matt Lauer schedule a 10-minute interview? This is a prime time topic this is right. not a, if you, when the whole country <clears throat> is talking morning about talk show topic and that was that yes, was that, that was, was a major mistake. challenge i had with it as well because i was just kind of like how can you how can you cover all of the nuances dimensions of this like multi-layered story in a 10 minute morning news show you and, and truthfully speaking most morning news show segments aren't even that long exactly. so, i mean it was long by morning news standards and it was still not long enough mm-hmm. so yeah that was that was kind of crazy i thought and it only really touched the surface. And, yeah. and I, I think that, um, and, and, and no disrespect to Matt Lauer, um, I think that he, his intention was to get at the main questions. But the main questions to me, like, why did you do it? It was deceitful. If you're not, you know, if you're not African-American, don't you think you did a disservice? I mean, I... I and see, my, my challenge, a large part of my challenge with that interview was that he spent too much of the 10 minutes that he had mm-hmm. covering terrain that had already been covered. Mm-hmm. I think that a, exactly. I think that a nice introduction to summarize what had happened with the story right. would have been thus far, you know, up to that point would have been great. Correct. But um, I feel like he needed to, if he wanted to take advantage of the fact that he was really like the first major person with whom right. she, she sat down, he needed to kind of like come at, come at her with some more hard-hitting questions exactly. that hadn't already been explored. Exactly. And I just thought that he kind of like wasted 10 minutes exactly. covering terrain that had already been covered better, exactly. more comprehensively. It was, it was just, it was clearly, in my estimation, just a rating stunt because they were kind of like the first people to get her. Yeah. And I, I just thought that it was an opportunity that was squandered, that was, quite frankly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the, the thing with this is that, let me, let, me, let me pose this question to you because here's, here's what I'm seeing in the African-American community. There's a big divide between people really feeling like this is um, appropriation um, on the worst levels. And then there are other folks who think, well, Maybe or maybe not. Maybe this is a situation where a person really, for whatever reasons, 
identified themselves as African-American mm -hmm. and was really not trying to appropriate and was really trying to be a part of the community and needed for whatever reason to live the experience. Mm -hmm. And it's, and, and I'll say this to me, when I think of appropriation, I think about what people talk about with Iggy Azalea um, and, um, and with a Justin Bieber or even Justin right. Timberlake, exactly. um, where they borrow from the community, mm -hmm. where they where they take the music, they take the look right. to a certain extent. Precisely, um, um, they take the swagger, they adapt mm -hmm. that. Right, and what happens with that is they take it, they they um, benefit from it from right, um, from they a marketing from a marketing, from a marketing perspective, right, exactly. and they do it keeping their whiteness and they do it as if they originated the craft to some degree. Right, exactly. um, that's very different from what this woman did. Mm -hmm. This Agreed. woman totally disconnected from her family. And we got to talk about that. She um, changed her whole appearance. She went from being a straight hair, blue eyed, blonde, mm -hmm. pale skin, blonde right. to a, um, a almost caramel complected, right. kinky haired mm. um, woman who identified as black, married right. a black man, um, worked in black in a black institution, studied, mm. has a degree in black art, black, um, right. a master in fine arts and um, of African American art. Um, so this is different because you she didn't identify as white. She so whatever work she did is really up to this point has been credited to African-Americans. African-Americans, right. So there's no, in her mind, and in, in, in my mind as well, I, that's really different from appropriating. And, I agree hard. And, and this experience is, and this is such a new experience. I, I really think it's just really, it's unprecedented. I, I think because even with Black Like Me, Black Like Me, when we talk about that experience of the book, are you familiar with the book? I am. Um, that situation was where, when the writer wanted to experience what it was like to be black so he could write a book. Right. And so exactly. then again, he was profiting. He right. was profiting off it. And, Precisely. And, and, and never lied. About, I mean, you mm. know, of course, during the process he had to. Um, and I'm, I'm looking for the name of that gentleman. But it was um, John Howard Griffin. So that was done just to give the black experience from a white man's perspective. And he, in order to really live the experience, he had right. to make himself look black. But he, right. he went back to being white very right. quickly. Yeah. Um, so th that's a whole different thing. Um, so I, th this, this situation, I think we need to, to really treat it as an unprecedented situation. I think that the comparisons to all the other appropriation we've seen are unfair. I agree. And, and this isn't really, it's privilege, but it's not. Privilege in the sense that if you're white, you can change your appearance to be black. Mm. And only if you're very, very light-skinned right. black. And because we know we have had African-Americans well, we, who have passed. We've had that happen. Right. Um, and they've passed for survival reasons. Right. We know that. Right. Um, but most of us who are African American, like you and I, um, unless we, in their process where you can drain the melanin, right, but yeah, we still wouldn't be. That's, that's not going to happen, exactly. Because, I mean, you know, I still have a black people's nose. So, I mean, mm -hmm. you know, my, you know, yeah. No. Yeah, we, the, so even, the opportunity. Even without melanin, yeah. Yeah. Kind of know. So that opportunity isn't. But it doesn't mean that. Uh, this woman in this experience, first of all, it, it, it still makes the, the situation is still unprecedented and it still doesn't take away from the fact that I think what we're dealing with here um, is someone who's dealing with, and I know I'm going to get mashed and stomped for saying mm. this, but a bit of um, 
transracial dysphoria, dysmorphia. Right. I mean, there's there's so. just definitely a psychological issue at work here. Yes. And that's really kind of again to go back to the and I like Matt Lauer a lot. So I mean, don't don't get me wrong when I kind of critique mm-hmm. or oh, I, provide I, constructive feedback about that interview but that's kind of where I had like a major problem with his interview is that I just don't feel like he had the psychological training to be the first person to really interview her. I, I think that the issue wasn't his psychological training. I think that he just doesn't understand the experience Again, of because he doesn't have the psychological, I mean I just don't I just do not think that he or the lived experience that he, of being uh, black or anything so and, and again, yeah, he couldn't even come from psychological there. training doesn't necessarily have to be formal okay so for okay. me psychological training comes from really just having had the perspective you know even you know on the job kind of perspective through real life experience okay. to get at what was really going on with her and okay. I mean again I, I just think that there is some deep-rooted psychological issue I wanted him to challenge her like why is it so important for you to identify as black? Right. Why? I mean, just why? I mean, and, it, and what rules of race was she using? Because besides, depending I mean, on the rules of race that you use, she could have been discounting her Caucasian heritage um, and taking a stance of, I'm taking on the race of mankind, if you will. Because right. if we talk about the fact that all life that we know or, or the first identifiable human life, we know the remains were found in Africa. Mm-hmm. So technically, all of us come from Africa. Precisely. All the origins right. of mankind come from right. ma- uh, from Africa. So if she were, if that were her defense, if I were Olivia Pope in it and right. I were defending her, I wouldn't her, be I'd mad be, at that. I wouldn't be mad at that. Exactly. And, that would and, be my, and, and that's kind of, again, that's kind of where I'm disappointed with the interview because, again, if mm-hmm. he had uncovered that, I think the whole story would have changed. You know, it would have shifted. And I think if he had been involved in, you know, something of a paradigm shift within the context of the story, that would have been a much greater contribution than another tabloidy, sensationalized interview. That answered nothing, That answered really. nothing. I mean, it was that interview was just all kinds of pointless. Yeah. And so, again, I, I think if he had gotten to something like that, and that, again, is precisely what I mean by I just don't think he had psychological training okay. to get it. Because okay. it's just kind of like, do you really just leave it alone if you're not going to do it? Right. You know what? And here's some things that have come up with this situation that have really divided us. First of all, l- let me backtrack. Um, we, I, I started noticing a divide um, um, in, in, in collective groups of people over two issues. This one and before that, the Caitlyn Jenner situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw people... On because I I'm you know I'm I'm the biggest troll on the planet I, in the terms troll. of uh, in terms of trolling on Facebook and mm. and um and and Twitter now the trolls are identified generally as people who look for stuff to argue about I don't do that like I'm right. not I'm not looking for the fight but I right. am right. I am stalking you're your just page observe looking, you're just yeah, observing I'm observing right. I'm doing mm. a lot right. of observation on what people mm. are saying and, and I noticed that with the Caitlyn Jenner situation and and let me explain that to those who may not know um, Olympian. Bruce Jenner, who has also become famous in the last few years for being a part of the Kardashian clan. And I think everybody on the planet probably knows at least who Kim Kardashian, uh, wife of Kanye West, the infamous Kanye West is. And her family are, uh, they are the Kardashians and they have the TV show and they have the multimedia things. I don't know what they, they really do. I mean, I know that the one is the model and then the other one dates rappers and the other, one has babies and one is very tall and 
dated, uh, when she's married to Omar, uh, what is it, Lamar? Lamar Whatever. Odom. Lamar Odom, okay. And so that's kind of what they do. Um, so anyway, he was the stepfather of the older Kardashians, <clears throat> married Chris Kardashian, and became a part of that whole reality right. thing. And, and, and he and Chris Kardashian have two daughters. They have, they have two together. biological daughters, right? Yeah. Um, Kylie and Kendall, Kendall the right. two youngest ones. So anyway, he, um, for those who don't, he just recently came out as transgender. Um, a few weeks ago, he did the full, well, and, and we're going to talk about that. He did, quote, unquote, the full transition and is now Caitlyn Jenner. Right. So when that was announced, I noticed that we, and, and I'm specific, I'm being specific to African-Americans, really got yeah. divided and got hostile amongst each other behind this whole yeah. Caitlyn Bruce Jenner thing. Yeah, I was just like, why? I, well, I saw things like, um, if you make a negative comment about Caitlyn, I'm going to unfriend and block you and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, I, wait a minute, is this an African-American person saying this? Because right. why are we so involved in this whole thing? And I saw things, some very strange things like trans is beautiful. And I'll tell you why I thought that was strange. Trans, you, I can see you saying a transgender person is beautiful based mm. on their personality, the relationship, visually, people are people, but the trans is beautiful was very strange to me because tr that whole thing of being <clears throat> trans is a very, very, very traumatic experience mm. for people until they come to the conclusion that that's what they are and they are able to live it and Turn able to right. feel comfortable. Mm. But the trans part of it, that whole experience is super traumatic, right. not feeling comfortable in the gender that you have been identified with and trying to navigate through your existence, trying to deal with family, Family, right. trying to deal with and, career and, and particularly at a point in relatively mid to late adulthood well, you know, especially for, right. I mean Caitlyn Jenner is like technically almost senior citizen well he's, he's he is 65. A senior citizen. he's 65 so well, yeah well, so, I mean, well and even like, I think even if you're young and trans and trying right. to figure it out so that whole trans is yeah. beautiful but no I mean I'm just saying his even has yet another layer because I mean it's kind of like because if, if you look at how long he has probably and you know during the interview he had with Diane Sawyer, you you know he pretty much identified that it's been like a lifelong struggle for him. Here's what's interesting. Um, so interesting. Do you remember I I did the um, interview with Autumn Weiss? I do. And Autumn is very very. There there were so many similarities. In fact, I've said this. If I had not done that conversation, we don't do inter. I don't do interviews here. But right. had the conversation right with Autumn Weiss, I would have really been not ready for Caitlyn Jenner, Bruce right. Jenner. Because I, they were, the, the thing with the, they were both married three times. They right. were both athletes. Mm -hmm. They were both hyper-masculine. Right. They both started the transition, then stopped. Right. But actually, um, Autumn actually lived some time as a woman, then right. went back to him and where right. Bruce was in hiding. Right. He was, he had breasts, but he was, I don't know how he kept his breasts hidden, but I guess he did. Um, so, you said what? I said me either. Yeah. Like, but okay. then he said it, they were like a C. Don't know how you like, did that. Like, how does a man keep a C? Uh, exactly. Don't know how you did that. Especially a man that's, you know, in shape. So it would have been exactly. very strange. It would have been pretty obvious. Anyway. Huh? But I will say it's fascinating, though, because that one that one pl early plastic surgery that he, or earlier plastic surgery that he had, where, like, he was. Um, he started all, looking strange. Where he started looking strange, and, mm -hmm. and Chris even, like, took him to a surgeon to get it reversed. I just kind of now when we look back at that, I'm like, OK, that was really that his objective there was probably related to this transition. Oh, and, yes. Of and course. he hadn't even 
necessarily even shared that with her at this point. So that's why she was even so confused about it. So it's kind of, it's kind of crazy. So it's like it wasn't necessarily a bad plastic surgery if you look at it in the context of a man trying to transition his gender. Well, so, that's to be so, debatable because you know what my mom says to me? She said, do you know when you were a little kid, I remember you saying, seeing Bruce Jenner and saying, he looks like a woman. Uh-uh. <laughs> yes, she did. She said to that. So I probably did. You know, I've always been on top of things. Mm, I, you know. Much, okay, much. so I'm filling up the, the, the folks can't see it, but I'm filling up the glasses again and not with the coffee. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, because the coffee is too strong for the coffee cups to be empty. I'm just saying. <laughs> I know it's hard to it's hard to take it in, so we've got to resort back to the liquor. Exactly. So, okay. Pretty much. Re- resort back er- to the wine. Early, early though it may be. It is early. Okay. So right. we're talking about. So l- let me get to the whole thing with folks. Just kind of there's this divide. We really took this whole Caitlyn shit, and excuse me for saying excuse shit, me? but the Caitlyn shit, we really took that and ran with it, mm. and we were willing to divide amongst ourselves. And I even, you know, that uh, Soup Dog made some kind of negative statement. Right. Um, about science project or something and folks were like you know we need to stop listening to Snoop Dogg well let me just tell you something <sighs> these are the same folks I've never seen take a stand on anything on anything never so, threatened to block we've talking about Freddie Gray we've talked about Eric Gardner we've talked about all kinds talk, of things and they about, never Donald Trump was, asking to see the president's birth certificate uh, and all, all kinds of other kinds stuff, kinds of stuff. And, these folks ain't and, never Threatened to and, block, unfriend, anything, right. anyone else. So I and, found that And many of these same, pe- same people don't get passionate enough about anything to even go bother to vote. And you know, Thank you. And you know that's my major issue. And so, I, I, mean, have a, kinda I like, have an issue with that, too. And it's just kind of like I have so many problems with... Um, the hypocrisy. That, well, not even not even hypocrisy, but just even the fact that, that um, uh, uh, so many... Black folks, African Americans, whatever, however we want to identify that population, are so judgmental. We're very judgmental and, and, and dismissive. And, and, and I dis- think the social and, media and, adds to that. And that you want to really kind of like, uh, uh, kind of like do all of this sort of like, um, you know, pick and choose. Just this kind of like, and just kind of like the whole like. The whole like soundbite Christian kind of stuff. Oh, I mean, that's it's just yours. Because you know, I, I just can't stand that like soundbite Christian stuff where it's just kind of like you feel like you can sum up everything with some scriptural quote that you really kind of only pull out oh. at a point when you are sitting around. in judgment of somebody. I mean, it's just kind of we're, like it's we're just jumping around. Stupid. I, I want to let, let me let me let me finish because I'm I'm going to jump back on that. Um, but but we 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 divided ourselves over the Caitlyn Jenner thing. Afri- and I'm being specific to African Americans because here's what I see in the Jenner situation. First of all, I, I heard the interview. I heard um, Caitlyn Jenner, Bruce at the time, say that basically all his life he struggled with this issue mm. and he's always identified as a woman or as female. I didn't see anything that he said, um, and 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 maybe I don't have to that that spoke to what that identity what made him feel that identity like he didn't talk about being super emotional didn't talk about liking i mean he liked getting dressed up yeah and and the other thing that he was specific about was that he didn't indicate that he was necessarily attracted to men so a, not, a large part of the, converse, the right. concern I had about the conversation that took place also presumed that 
made presumptions about his sexuality that he hasn't even like tapped into yet. But, I mean, but wouldn't, and he, wouldn't wouldn't you think? And 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 we're and I'm I'm guessing as I'm coming from my um, you know, straight black woman perspective. So and I get it. I I get that there are things about this that I may not understand. So I take that. But one of the things that was very strange to me is that. You know, he, he was talking about feeling like a woman. I, here's and, and, and let me bring this back to um, our ex, our acceptance of Caitlin confuses me, and our non-acceptance of Rachel is confusing. This is a man who, as a man, did nothing, had no involvement with women's causes, women's charities. Mm-hmm moving um doing anything to move women forward mm. he didn't participate in it that right. we know of right um <clears throat> and, and and it's not even aligned with a party politically right that, that has has been um sympathetic or even fair equitable to women <laughs> that's how and, i view the republican and, party and and a party that certainly does not necessarily have the most sensitive um, platform related to transgender trans and and, and gay. So, so they haven't been so, very yeah. so it's so kind mean, of like that's very strange mm-hmm. to me. So oh, yeah. he's still function, functioning from a white male privilege perspective. Right. Exactly. Um, that was very strange to me. Also, now that Bruce is Caitlin, um, there was the question about the surgery. So he's had face softening. He's He's been on hormones for a while. And I'm thinking had breasts and the whole thing and mm-hmm. is now fully in makeup and the clothes right. and can dress up, but didn't have the bottom surgery. Now, I know that folks, I've had heard this from a few folks in the trans community that they find that it's very offensive to ask or to dis- to discuss the bottom surgery. But here from the perspective of someone who is really trying to understand mm. this, I don't understand how if you felt like you were in the wrong body and for a lot of other trans right. people I've heard talk about talk about their experience, mm. the genitalia really was effing with them that was really going into the bathroom and seeing that they didn't because that's how we pretty much identify male and female from the genitalia i mean you know it's the simplistic very way but here's a person who had the means the money the means access to all of the best who didn't go there and could have and and how is it how do we legal what is the i I don't understand how we legal legally classify people because now we're talking gender fluidity now we're talking a binary in terms of gender and and you know i I, i'm i don't know what i think about that but i think part of the issue with respect to the gender reassignment piece is that it is my understanding i cannot pretend to be expert on this it is my understanding that doctors are generally not going to initiate a gender reassignment procedure until someone who is transgender has been operating or or functioning as the new gender for like a year. Okay. I think that there is like some psychological basis um, that is at the root of making sure that this person is like really sure committed to it. And that they're sure. So they're, they're, I do not believe, and I don't necessarily know if it is a, if there's a, like any legislation around it, but I, it's I my, it's my understanding that doctors will generally not do reassignment. I, I you until, know what? Until somebody's been in that. I don't capacity remember from the conversation if, yeah. with Autumn if that were the case. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I know that because her her uh, transition was and, late eighties. And 80s. see, I, I I read a but piece. But his his whole piece, his whole thought process about that was that he doesn't know if he's going to do it. So I'm thinking, well, if you don't do it. 
then but see again that that thought process is precisely why i believe the doctors will not do the reassignment surgery until someone's been there for a year because again obviously he's still on a voyage of self-discovery about the whole thing and i think that doctors medical professionals are generally not going to risk but even if he doesn't do it he'll yeah. still be classified as oh, female i mean i got and you I, and but, as a woman yeah. I, i'm very confused about that and here's what happened yeah. on the day that he made his announcement i had the pleasure of working in a situation and i was so glad because i would have presumed that i would have known how the reaction would have been i work i was working with a collective of women i was the only um woman who was not in there, um, these women were menopause, you know, menopausal and postmenopausal yeah. and all Caucasian. So these ladies were older and white. So I was, that I was, was what I was going to say. So you're trying to say they were old white women? Yeah. Just okay. Just call a spade a spade. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> and <ahead>. so, <laughs> and so I kind of got to sit back and listen as, and they were furious. They were few. That's not a woman. That's not a woman. We've well, lived the experience. Keep of in mind that part of the part of that whole older white women population. Part of the part of their issue was they were mad that he ended up looking better than they did. And I have a problem with you saying that. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. And, 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 and let me tell you why. Let's be honest. Here's, here's the deal with that. Um, and you know, and I saw headlines. I'm joking, about, but I'm not I joking. You, I know you're not. And here's the here's the issue is that here we are. Part of what makes this hard, it makes it hard for some people to be sensitive with this, is that here we are comparing what some people still don't understand as a woman, they still see as a man, to a, a biological woman. Right. And, and making comparisons like Chris Jenner is just mad because he's, because Caitlyn's sexier. That's really, I, I mean, I can't imagine the psychological toll it must take on someone that they're made. I totally can't imagine what she's yeah, going through. I, and I'm not, but and I'm but not, I will say that when I saw a comparison, so they were like, oh, he looks like Jessica Lange. Um, no, he really doesn't. Oh, because, my God. Because Jessica, Jessica Lange's neck does not look that good. Um, uh, I'm just saying. But no, but oh I mean, seriously. God. But I mean, seriously, oh if you think God. about. You no, but all put, jokes put aside. If, drink down. if you, you, you think you, about the amount of plastic surgery that. this man has had at this point, or this person okay, has had at this point. He was right. Right. Photoshopped to the point of animation. And again, already and has already undergone so much plastic surgery that again, they're really just kind of is not even a a, a true benchmark. You know, I can never work with what he looks like, Gary Jordan, and I and I and, <laughs> I, I, probably owe, and I probably still owe Daniel Sanjata some uh, some candy and some flowers why? based on your What'd last I do? commentary. Now see now you got see now Jessica selective Lange, amnesia. I'm sorry. See now now Jessica Lang is gonna be all in my you know I'm sorry. now you now you got me on Jessica. I, I love you, honey, I and Jessica. I think you are. I have truly I have loved fabulous. you. I have loved you since King Kong. Lord. I'm just saying. But, okay, but Caitlyn Jenner's neck does look better than yours. I'm just uh, saying. Oh my God! Go See, that's why we bring you on because you get to say that stuff, and I just get to sit back. Right, exactly. But I take the lashes for it. Yeah, anyway, much. I I do not agree with you, and I think that making well, that's okay. Compare, that's part of that's part of what makes this fun. <laughs> I think. I, I mean, I just think that that's so. But anyway, the whole thing, and I thought, you know what else I thought was kind of shitty. Let what? me just say oh this. Oh my gosh, you, is that I, your vocabulary word for the yeah, day? Yeah, it is. Shitty and shit and sh all that. Excuse me. That's why you know you know I'm on iTunes now. Let me plug this i'm on right. itunes and Stitcher. we are jumping around like crazy today that's okay had, but, we're but it's like, on coffee and mimosa. and uh, and yeah right <sighs> i'm on by the way ladies and gentlemen i am now available on itunes and stitcher as well as soundcloud so 
You know, we were only on SoundCloud last time. Yeah, exactly. Okay, That's so good stuff. We've expanded. So now I, I, I don't like you saying that about. Congratulations. And, and, the, and the ladies that were with me, they well, were no, very off- offended about, you know, they were saying that the experiences of womanhood are so vast and so varied. And so, you know, there's certain things that you go through as a woman that, you know, they and they were menopausal. I mean, you know, these women are, you know, menopausal and postmenopausal. And so they, you know, they're like, look at this. Well, see, mm-hmm. I, I think part of the problem that I have with the whole thing, and this applies to both situations is I try really really hard not to be judgmental um, I, which I think is evidence even by the fact that Are you at, still- as we have talked about before I am even barely inclined to call somebody racist oh my god so Are I, try, you still I try really all of the but no hold on no you're moving away from my point what I'm oh. trying to say is generally speaking I operate from a pretty non-judgmental space mm-hmm. and so for me I like to think that I do the same I just I, I just really had so many problems with issues that people have had with both of these situations because I just feel like I just feel like there's just so much unnecessary judgment it's kind of like I don't on a certain level as I'm processing processing this information it's not like I'm not capable of deep thought you know I I certainly recognize all of the nuances of both situations I just don't know why anybody would care about my opinion about either do you know what I mean I'm not running for office I'm just disagree that's the other thing that I found yeah exactly transphobic homophobic um, you know, all kinds of things about hate and, and, and really, you know, I, I'm, I, I, I've been very patient, or, or but you again, know, right. I could, I'll, I'll and, hand you my right. ass and in as, a minute. And as I've been excoriated for even just kind of like saying to people, why are you all getting this worked up about well, it? Well, because so here, even, here's what's happening. So even that, kind of like attempting to moderate the discussion by like helping these people recognize you all are just being so ridiculously unfairly judgmental just like stop it i think that it's okay to have an opinion about it here's what i i have a, an issue with is that we can't we, we can't disagree without it being someone calling right. the person phobic is like the new trend word like if you ask questions if you don't agree if even if here's the thing let me ask you this do you think the comparisons to what's happening with rachel dolezal and the comparisons to caitlin jenner are fair no why because i think they are why do you think they're not i fair? do i do not think they are just because i think that um oh let me put it this way i i my initial response is no because i think i don't know enough about why rachel dolezal is so intent upon self-identifying as black i think if i knew more of her story I would think that we could more legitimately compare the two scenarios. I but, mean, I think I think based on what we know, I I certainly understand why you make that, mm-hmm. why you make that, why you reach that conclusion. But for me, no, I don't know enough about Rachel Dolezal has not been asked the questions that have. But she said she thought that she was transracial. She I, used under, I understand word. that, but I, I I just don't feel like I don't feel like she has revealed enough of like why she thinks that. But does she have to? She, see, we didn't. We didn't have. We didn't. We didn't make um, Bruce Jenner um, explain why. But he see, because br- he never gave a but, real reason. But see, Bruce, Bruce like Jenner him. kind of at least more proactively gave insights into his journey through that interview with Diane Sawyer. And again, that's kind of where I say that for me, well, that, we, we, we Matt Lauer for not getting the exactly. Question. And again, that's what, that's what I'm saying. I just it. I just feel like she's not yet sat down for an interview, which leads me to being able to say that I consider the two things but to if be. She used the word, see, my thing is that she used the word transracial, and, and I had people. T- I, I've seen people t- say that 
say, well, there's no. And now they. And, and can we talk about how bored I am with with the prefix trans? Like, oh my gosh. Well, here's the right. Like, are we gonna are we gonna that. are we just gonna add that to everything now? Wait, we, we, we well, here's the deal <laughs> with that. Here is the deal with that. If she can, it look, it's about dysphoria, dysmorphia, which are right. slightly different, but not right. really. Um, the, the, the dysmorphia is about an overall right. And uh, uh, you know, a discomfort in the body. So fine. So if she, here's my thing. If she felt a discomfort, a disconnect with being Caucasian, right. whatever the reasons are, right. and she has chosen to adapt and transition to another mm. race, it is fair to compare the two. We're just comparing the race and the gender. Right. The tra- it's two people not feeling comfortable in their bodies and feeling so uncomfortable and so disconnected that in order to live and to survive and to feel whole, they had to make the transition to whatever Bruce to Caitlin mm. and Rachel from white to black. It is this, it, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't see why I, I it is it. problematic to compare the two. Okay. And I don't understand. I don't, I don't why consider people, it problematic. I'm just I mean, saying, I'm, saying, I'm just, I'm, just saying I'm only one judge. So I'm, I'm right. just saying for me, right. I don't necessarily know enough about Rachel's story. Well, once she said transracial, like, I was and, like, okay. And see, for me, the interesting thing for me is I kind of even have a challenge with the whole transracial thing because it's transcultural, certainly, but. You know, I'm, well, despite the fact that you tried to ch- to pass yourself off as black, your race didn't change, sweetie. But but uh, here's the and, thing. and 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 that's what you got busted but, about. But, but we're, we're in a, <laughs> we live in America, a, a country that I, I, if I if I believe if I if if I'm correct, even we don't follow the rule. But isn't the one drop rule still in effect here? Still huh. legally on the books here. Well, in, so we have a one drop in, rule in some in this regions country. of the country. I mean. Okay, so she ha- we we have a country with a one drop rule that says that if you are one drop meaning you can be an octoroon, right. one eighth black and you can still be depending on who, who wh- what your mindset is. Right. And perhaps where you live considered black. Yeah. So if she's using the rule of race that I was going back to, first of all, we don't know her her DNA. We don't know her DNA. And that, it's very <sighs> likely that based on the one drop rule, she could really be identified as black. It's very sorry, possible. So, and so the, you all and get see, off of Melissa Harris Perry for saying it because I'm supporting what she said because she and, is correct. And see, it is and see that's, part, that's part of the issue that I have with the whole situation in terms of not being able to compare it because, yes, we do not know her DNA and she could be. And again, that's part of where, again, I just feel like she has not been asked the questions, the right questions, because it's kind of like, you know. Is that it problematic if she's not, though? What? It, it, is, it, are you, is, it is it for me? No. For me, neither. For, for, I, it's, not for, it's not for me at all, because here's a couple of things. Number one, all the people who have issues about her um, having holding an office leadership position in the NAACP. Um, what could have been an African-American but, space. But, and, uh, but some of those yeah, people aren't even NAACP life members. So some of them aren't even supporting the institution financially. So why do you care? Because you, you wouldn't have been in line for the position because you ain't even... Ain't even, even a member. Black would have been. I'm playing devil's what, advocate now. But, I mean, it's <laughs> kind of, that, but I'm saying that those right, are the kinds of right. problems that I have with the whole situation because right. it's kind of like... If the NAACP sent you something asking you to contribute, you probably wouldn't. You probably threw it away. Exactly. So just yeah. stop it. Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, I it's just insane. So we, we agree that based on whatever rules of race she might be using. Yeah, she could be. She could be. It, it may but, be fair. But again, my, my challenge with the whole story is just that I just feel like but she she has, I have not heard her deliver answers to the questions that would 
most legitimately make those two situations parallel for and, me. And you and I are defending the yeah. other lies. No, and, not and, at all. And, and not at all. And, you know, because I will say that I do have problems if she, you know, on any kind of employment application or any kind of scholarship application identified her like checked off black because i mean it's just kind of like at the she at did the, do it she, she point, checked off black but, yeah, white so, and some other things so but I mean, if she was using look i could if i if yeah, i were but, if i were being how right, much if, did you, I, were, if you were multiracial myself. right exactly but, but, I got you. but i am i mean depending on who how you dissect that's all my but i mean you right know, but, but but you know and and, and and that's why i told you before i i don't like the term biracial yeah i, I don't like the term biracial right. because we lived in this country so long as african americans where that wasn't an option right. and that we've got to exist and when those doors open up right. why they are opening up yeah. we our government doesn't open stuff up i was getting ready to say it again hello i, I got you I yeah you were but no i mean i, I, I do i mean i i feel i feel you because but, but we need yeah. to, I, what i'm saying is that we need to be critical thinkers and when we see that all of a sudden the census is opened up because we weren't african-americans weren't pushing for the biracial box right. i don't exactly. remember there being a biracial movement by people who had one white or non-black parents saying, well, I right. want the opportunity right. to be biracial. It started to open up. And when you see things like that happening and it just kind of comes out of nowhere, you need to ask yourself why. Right. You've always been identified as black before mm. and we've understood that you could be a black person with a white plant parent, Asian mm. parent, right. Indian parent, but you've identified pretty much most people had identified as black for years and right. it was accepted in the community. Right. And then we had this whole biracial thing and that became very confusing. So I say this, where if you're African American with a, a family history in slavery, not an African who has become American, right, not right. Coming, then you probably are biracial, multiracial. Right. Agreed. Times and not. So Agreed. with Rachel Dolezal, her checking off black along with white and other things, I don't I don't say that she she was incorrect in doing that. Even if she doesn't have what is considered the DNA, right. if she goes by the rules of race of the history yeah. of mankind or the race of mankind. But Here's the other thing. To be clear though, I don't have a problem if she checked off multiple races. She did. I have I have a problem if she only checked off no, black. No, she did not. And and, and, again, and, that, and that's what I'm saying. Based that would be the, the only circumstance under which I would have a real issue with with her self I don't I don't really have an issue with how anybody self identifies. <laughs> because I think I think we all have options for for all of the reasons that we've already well, started already the, stated. The problem so, I mean, that this brings up for African Americans and I understand this is that they don't want to buy into transracial because the opportunity to be transracial is not open to those to of everybody. us who are identifiably Precise, or right. who, are, who are identifiably um, black or identifiably or, or, or could not pass right. for white. Right, exactly. Um, if you can't who just had too white, much melanin in our right, skin to pass for white. You, if exactly. you can't pass for Susan, you, you just right. Then you just don't have an option, you unfortunately. You just don't have an option. Right, exactly. And, and, and yeah. I don't think that's Rachel Dolezal's fault. I agree wholeheartedly. I, I don't and, think and that again, that's her fault. That's that's an issue of that again is right. That again is where for me the the the, the black folks, white folks sitting in judgment of her are just kind of like, right. they just kind of like strike Don't me as a, little, as a little cuckoo crazy. The, right. It's just kind of like, right. come on, people. Don't make her the scapegoat for the entire issues of race in this country right. because she could still be, in her mind, identified as something else. Because I know that sometimes for some some black folks that I know who have grown up, grown, grown up I don't know, I'm still, you see that, the wine's okay. kicking in, in, in different areas where that's where they've been surrounded, right. they've maybe not felt like they were what but maybe right. wanted to because of what it feels like to be odd in a situation right. where you're you know, so it had so it happens and you know and for me as somebody who self-identifies as black i actually kind of like 
I don't want to say flattered. That's kind of like a silly word to use. But honestly, for me, I kind of like it's. I'm in, I'm just intrigued. I'm, by, I am too, by, by the why whole she thing. wants to identify as black because I mean and I'm like I'm okay extent. with it. And went to I mean, this extent. Kind of like, I mean, I'm just, I'm just, re- I'm just really fascinated by it. But I'm not, no. I'm not even slightly offended by it. Right. It's just, I'm just fascinated, and, 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 I, whole, and I'm curious. And the whole argument about she could have been a white ally and did just as well. We need to go back to the fact that she did go to Howard, and people were, pe- people were talking about her going to Howard, mm. and and um, she was white at Howard. Right. Um, and she got a scholarship at Howard, and and people piped down because look. If you're a minority at a school at a, that has a majority that's different from you, you qualify. You qualify, right. Regard, right, exactly, exactly. I have a white friend that went to Morgan. Exactly. And he went to Morgan specifically right. because I, he knew and, he could get a, right. he couldn't say, afford I, to pay I for have school. A, um, I have a, a so the, big whoop. The, the folks, um, and I'll, I'm evoking one stereotype, but the folks at the nail salon, their son is at Morgan because he, you, you know, know st- he's okay. studying, no, I'm saying, yeah, I know he, he's studying engineering, you know, Asian American, he's at Morgan studying engineering so he because get, he, but he went there for scholarship. The, exactly. I mean, I mean and, and I'm okay with that. So we can't and, be mad and, and, at the way the system is set up. And I had a conversation with him, and he feels like he could not have gotten a better ed- education for him anywhere else. Exactly. So I mean, you know, it, it, it's okay. Exactly. It's okay. But I wanted to say about her being there is that she went there again, part of her commitment to get an MFA in African American art. Right. Um, that's commitment. And went see, there as a blonde white girl and was met with resistance. Now. Um, also her family had a history of adopting children and seemingly adopting children from Africa. So they have, they may have set the stage for what's happening here because there's some stories now coming out and they're, they're just rumors that there was some, that the family life was problematic. Right. Um, that there may have been a situation of incest. Right now, I'm I'm saying kind of clearly, yeah, um, because says, yeah, and, um, and um, the family's obsession, and I'm using the word obsession with ad, uh, adopting African children. Right. I think it was four of them. And is 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 is, is interesting. If, in and itself. if and if you've got African, if you've got African adopted siblings, is it really that much of a leap to consider the fact that you grew up in an African American household? Yeah, not really. So huh? I mean, it's just kind of like you know. So, and depending on the treatment she got versus the the adopted precisely. children, because I mean, you can imagine what um, I can certainly imagine what some culturally insensitive Caucasians probably said about her being in a household that may have had Af- African children in it. Is you know what I mean? Exactly. It's kind of like you exactly. don't you don't know what kind of you don't know what kind of psychological scars she has taken on based on her upbringing that have led her to feeling more comfortable self-identifying as black so and again that's that's the only story i'm curious to hear like me too. What, what's, the, what's the reason what's on the, it what's go, what's i ain't mad at you but what is psychology saying, and here's the other thing about folks really who are going after her who are are really there's some relentless commentary right. really and again really angry but, but if you and, and, and the same people are saying she's crazy she's got mental problems here's the thing i'm going to say to to those folks is that if you think she's mentally ill, if you think she has problems, then why are you not sensitive? Because what you're speaking to is our insensitivity to mental to, to folks with mental health issues. That's problematic in this country anyway. Exactly. So what's happening is is that we are seeing a a, a horrible example and about wh- how and, we treat people and, and who and we again, believe have right. mental health issues. And again, although I do not think that the two things, I do not yet have enough information to determine that mm-hmm. the two things are totally parallel, but technically speaking, you know, 
there is some degree of when you talk about psychological struggle, there is arguably some degree of uh, mental health challenge with respect to Caitlyn Jenner. I mean, exactly. You know that that much psychological. It's a form much, of dysmorphia. Right, or dysmorphia. That, exactly. Yes. That, that that is a you know that's a mental health challenge. It just recently was it trans, the transgender was just recently removed from the DSM, and that was right. 2012. Precisely. So I mean, yeah. we're we're just we're we're just really. It's just a really um, interesting hypocrisy that I'm seeing in this country, and I probably, to a certain degree, and you and I will probably get caught up in it to some level. Oh yeah. I hope that. I hope what I what I would like people to do is look at things more analytically. Remove your emotion from the situation exactly. and your personal and, preference, and, and stop calling and people and phobic. And your soundbite scriptures, please. Thank really. you. Let's, you know what? You you brought that up again, and and <sighs> he. And and, and and let me go to this because I want to go back to the thing of race really, really briefly. In fact, mm. let me go to the thing about race is that now the discussion is there is no race. I had someone actually hit me up on Twitter and he this is his his name. Um, Tacitus Lowe is his name and it's at Tacitus R.A.L. Oh, oh I yeah. Saw, I saw that. He says this is his comment. There is no race. So there is no transracial. Well, it's interesting. We, we were talking transracial when white people were adopting black children all this time or adopting Latin children and right. Asian children. We use transracial. Now that we talk right. about Rachel Dolezal, trans the term doesn't exist the anymore. Doesn't I think that's real convenient. Well, and and, and you know, he says biological sex is a real thing in contrast, big difference. So I said the argument is less about genetic markers of race versus gender and more about legitimizing one dysphoria over another. Right. That's what I think you're doing if you say you can't compare the two. You're saying that transgender is more le legitimate than her trans issue right. with her discomfort agree. in her yeah. body, which I don't agree with. Yeah. Then he says, gender dysphoria exists because sex exists. There is no racial dysphoria because race isn't real. And so my comment was, so if racism is real, I suppose you think racism has been a figment of black people's imagination for 400 years. Look, whether it's a social construct right. or whether we can um, phenotype it and find genetic markers. And, and let me just say, I, I mean, I did swab my mouth and send off my DNA right. to a lab, and they were able to identify that I am Af Af of African descent. Right, exactly. So there is some DNA, there's some genetic markers right. there for race. Right. Um, so I, that I just find that I just find that younger people tend to be jump uh, on some bullshit. Uh, I, man, why like not? I, not I said it, Lord, you in that vocabulary word? You know what? But, I'm just um, so excited to be back. Uh, but no, <laughs> the um, I do find that younger people are generally less comfortable with, with race, what? with with the concept of race than we are. I I don't agree with that. Oh, okay. I do. I mean, I do. Just based on you know, I interact with young people a lot through the pageant, through you know, my godson and all that, all that kind of stuff. Okay, and generally speaking, the conversations that I have with younger people in like twenty ish, you know, the millennials, um, they generally seem to be a lot less comfortable with race. I mean, with with the idea that race exists, kind of thing. But they, but they're not. But, but a lot. But they experience. But, but, yeah, but, 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 but I guess it depends on who you're talking to, because the experience of race is very real for oh young no. people, young black. Oh no, I get it. For, for ex I, I, yeah. I, I get that. Very but I, real. But I'm just saying that there's a population of young people who are we really, talking about white or black or Asian? Just or? period. Who okay. just kind of like really seem to like just not get that hung up on race. I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't know. For I think, well, I think I, that if you yeah. you're in a population that is being targeting. Because of race, exactly. You then, feel differently. Then you feel differently, exactly. Because 
because it's kind of like the when the when the when the city is um on curfew and right. you get to stay it's out like, and, and the police right. don't bother you because it's kind of like when you're at the right. pool party and the police come after right. you specifically right. bypassing your yeah. very pale friend and so it's like I, it's, you know yeah, it's like the, know it's like that. the guest on melissa harris harris perry said on sunday but everybody wants to be black until the police show up I, I, but but I don't so think everybody wants to be. No, I think I'm, I'm just, I think people. It, it I, and would, I think that has to do with a pro. That's that's the joke about appropriation, right, exactly, which but, is yeah. different from what. Okay, and it goes back to Rachel. She lived. She didn't appropriate. She lived. She, she took lived. On, right, and once exactly. you take on the appearance of black, you right. are gonna get some of that nice right. racism that you did not get as the blonde, blue eyed mm. chick. So if you subject yourself right. to that, and, and that's if, a whole different and if, thing. And if you proactively subject yourself to it, proactively have yes. happy. Um, yeah, yeah, so exactly. Yeah, so you, you could know, have avoided, but yeah, went in that direction anyway. So ha- have a happy. Easily. And could have, and couldn't have, and yeah. could have really gotten a lot of media for being the great white hope. Precisely. That's the other thing that she did not do. She yeah. was quietly a black right. sister on it, you know, doing right. her thing, talking right. about hair. Good Lord, work, she talked work, about work, hair. Working for talking the about going, yeah. going natural. Yeah. I mean, in a wig, talking about going natural. Well, mm. you know what's funny about that is that um, we've had celebrities in Afro wigs talking about they were natural. Black women have done it. And I looked at that sideways. In advertisements and, for natural hair and, care products, you got on the biggest Afro wig on the planet talking about you natural. And see, so that, come on, that's, that, come again, on all of those things are part of the concerns that I just had. With exactly. It's so hypocritical. Like, like, oh, people kill it. Just exactly. It's make so it stop hypocritical. Already. We're mad at her because she talked about natural hair when she's got straight blonde hair but yet we bought the product from the celebrity who we knew had a uh, mm. afro weave right. and didn't say a word right. come on we gotta right. just and it's so petty the, let me go back to what you were saying which what is that what thing you sound, said by, sound by christians sound by christians <clears throat> Let, let's I'm go sorry. to something that i think is really interesting remember andrew caldwell not by name okay i've been delivered I ain't, I don't. Oh yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even do this yeah, without laughing. Yeah, no. I don't yeah. like men's no more. Yeah. I, look, okay. It was humorous. It was humorous, but it was humorous largely because of the southern accent for me. Because of the southern accent. But but, but here and and here. not 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 the southern accents are humorous, but it just it, was. It does it it it, 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 it does add no sort of comedic <laughs> flair to it. So, it yeah. does. But <laughs> you know what? Here's what disturbed me about the response that he got. Yeah. No one gave this man a break. Gays didn't give him a break. Straights didn't give no, him a break. No, exactly. Christians didn't give him a break. And everybody's a hypocrite for exactly. it. Exactly. Agreed. First of all, the gay community was like, he needs to just be himself. Stop trying to, you know, be straight. You know you gay. You need to. It's like, do you get jumped into the group? You, you, is that, I mean, is it straight. like you get jumped in and you can't make a change? You know, and if you say that you want, like, I know, because I know Donnie McClurkin is called hell. For saying that he and I don't know and see he I don't know personally Mm-mm. what he does but he says that he for whether he struggles with it whether he's still I, I don't know but his comment was that he had made a change or was trying to make a change with his sexuality I don't what, first of all I don't know what that looks like I don't know what that struggle is and no one does no one so, does but right. he caught hell from the gay community because uh, he's not being who he is he's telling a lie well it, it's not like a it's not like like I said it's not like a gang this is for me I just kind of feel like unless you've actually slept with someone you really don't know what the sexuality is 
Really? But, but he truthfully had, he speaking, self-identified. But I, I got you. But I'm, but I'm just saying, in terms gay. of the other people who like, if you're talking about the Andrew Caldwell thing, for example, I mean, it's just kind of like, come on now, just, but, just but, like but, stop it, people. Just but stop. no, no, no. It's, it's about the hypocrisy that I'm talking about. It's not just about you having an opinion. It's right. about you, you, you not giving um, people the freedom and being judgmental and right. standing on the soapbox. So that's what was happening with the gay community. They, they gave him the hell for mm-hmm. that because they're not being real. He needs to just be himself but yet if a person says they're they look like one gender and saying right. they're another but then they're not gay but they want to keep the penis and st- i mean it's just kind of just yeah. i want to be a woman with a penis and sleep with women but you're okay with that hypocrisy yeah. then from the straight community the straight christian community specifically it's like this boy oh, he's still gay and he's still using the the most derogatory term which i am not gonna say right, exactly. um <laughs> um you know he's a liar he ain't changed so here's my question to you, Christians. Um, how do you know he's, he didn't change? Because he was just exactly. Look, he was limp-wristed and he was still flaming, exactly. and you could tell. How could you tell? Well, you heard him. He sounded so gay. He knows he's still gay. I said, well, in one breath, you're talking about gays make choices about their sexuality. Exactly. So if he chooses something different, you're mad at him for that. Right. The, the choice that you Precisely. think he should have been made in making in the first right. place. You're mad because he's making that choice. Right. Well, because you know he still he you know and, he didn't. And then you're criticizing the manner in which he chooses to do it. Ex- I mean, it's just like come on. And people. then the thing is, just okay, chill well, out. He was in church, and I'm sorry, you're Christian. Yeah, I'm Christian. Um, isn't the saying that you can do three, all things through Christ mm. who gives you strength? Right. Exactly. You can do all things. So right. I guess Christ <laughs> doesn't work for everybody. Right. Of course, Christ works for everybody. What are you talking about? Exactly. Well, if Christ works for everybody, and this man is saying that he's made a change. Then yeah. why are you questioning and see, that? This, this, and what would the pro- and, and my thing is that even if you're making the change, is it would it be overnight? And see, this or is, is it a process? This is pres- the conversation you're having right now is precisely what I mean by the term soundbite Christian. Because the reality is, all you're really doing is recycling soundbites that you've heard. Because apparently, you don't actually believe it. Not right. Either you don't believe it, or you're not thinking. Or you or don't both. have, or you don't have the intellectual capacity, right, to really like fully comprehend or embrace it. I mean, it's just kind of like just stop it. Or the it. compassion. Just stop it, people. Or the compassion. Right, because if you are sitting in church every Sunday, as most of these Sambart Christians are, mm-hmm. all you are is religious, because religious just means to do something repeatedly. Um, you're not spiritual, right? W- which really is kind of like my point in terms of worship. Um, so, I mean, if you're not spiritual, um, you're not doing any, anybody any favors exactly. other, other than putting money in, in, in the coffers of the church. And some of y'all ain't even doing that. But <laughs> You know, what's interesting, too, is that, I, I, you know, again, with his hypocrisy, we give we don't give people the opportunity to be. And to live, and, and it puts us in such exactly. a. And, and I'll tell you about my own hypocrisy. Um, I I saw comments um, when going back to the Bruce Jenner thing directed at Chris Jenner about she should have known better, because when when he came when Bruce Jenner came to her, um, he had had the breast and he had been a part of the transition, so she knew about the breast <laughs> and he had explained to her, right. you know, and I don't know what he said after that, but. He had been in transition at one point of his life, but she still married him. So they were saying she should have known better. Okay, if she had have met him and he had 
had revealed that to him, she had not dated him because of that, they would have said she didn't give him. She didn't give him a chance. Precisely. Right. And even because he said he was struggling. He said, right, he said he was, you, you know, you're going to put a man down. Exactly. Well, she had done right. that. He, I, he, I, I, he trying to do better. Right. Like, whatever. And, and I and I so as a woman, I had to answer myself. Right. Um, would I would I in that situation here? Here I go. And I'll admit my right. own hypocrisy. I don't know that I would have. Uh, given but see a man which, I, and, and but, but honest, what you what what you wouldn't have done though because of the fact that your own voyage of self-discovery re- leads you to the fact that you wouldn't you don't know what you would have done what you would not have done and i know this to be true you would not have said it sat in judgment of anybody who did and I that have a friend and, that married and, and, and that that to me is the problem that i have with most people's behavior right it's just the layer of judgment it's just kind of I, like I, why do you care these people are not contributing to your household but, but, but why there do are you care that we can run into and i think that we have to one of the reasons why we have to have the conversations and we just have to look to our own compassion and try to be more compassionate and i know that i see stuff and maybe i'm a little judgmental is that i do have a friend that married um abandoned when she met him he was he was not transgender because these terms get really confusing he right. was transvesting okay. and she met him dressed as a woman mm. and um he did it for the sexual gratification of it and he liked being hit on by men but he didn't necessarily go home with men so i i, I said to her because of course people think they can tell me this you know i'm mm, the person right. you call well, by the way i'm dating what do you think <laughs> right. oh lord Girl, right. <laughs> As, and that was as, as I said off, as I said often to people, oh, you don't really know, want to know what I think. I, and, and I you said, really don't you want know, to know. What I, I said, I, I, I don't. I, I think that you, as a, being as a woman and being honest about the situation here, I'm, I, I said, look, I, I think, I think um, you need to really, really consider if you can handle this emotionally, exactly. because there's no guarantee that dressing is going to be enough. Right. Right. for him he doesn't know it you don't know it and i don't think and i think for a lot of women they are not emotionally strong enough to handle um a situation where their man wants to dress i, I, I mean, i'm, I I'm going to be the first i don't to think, tell you. i mean i don't i, I, I don't think most people said, of either gender are strong enough for something I think, well, like men, that you know with men you know straight men tend to like when you know if their woman gets off with them i know a lot of straight men who like the I, idea i get that, that but i mean you know so maybe they're a little more you know i i don't know yeah. but i i think and i'm just and i'm just sharing that to say there is a struggle about what we would do in certain situations Agreed. so but i i think for me though i don't I recognize the struggle. I definitely recognize the, the, you know, the redemptive social value of having conversations about this. But I just don't, I don't think he has any redeeming social value. I like to just inflammatory comments when you so violently oppose something. It's just like, it's just like. It's I just, think the dismissal cause I mean, cause of other people kind of, is problematic. Kind of like conversations I had even about like the Ray Rice situation. Oh my God, I had to like. You know, when I when I said something about, the, you know, the Ray Rice, you know, domestic violence situation was heartbreaking. I was commenting really just about kind of like the fact that that derailed that young man's future. Um, and, you know, everybody then jumped on me because they were saying that you that were insensitive to the I was insensitive woman to the, like, hello. And, you know, the other thing we won't even go on this road. But the other thing is, I don't really think that was as much of a domestic violence situation as it was them being drunk. 
So I mean, it's oh, just it's just kind of you know what I'm saying. So I mean, it's just. I, kinda, I, I, but I mean, again, I just saw all that to say that I just think because you and I have been we are a little so, tipsy. We are and just so quick to jump on, like judging something and and making assumptions about what people mean by a certain expression of a sentiment, and it's just kind of like ask me what I meant. Don't just like don't make an assumption. We don't always have time for and, that. That's then, what it is. And then we just kind of like, time for that. Well, and I have time with it. And you know, again, you know, I I just it's, I, it's, but you want to be discerning, and you I think that I want us to be more analytical. And here's the thing: I don't. I, we're, we're not like you and I don't agree on a lot of things. A whole I lot. Think, I think that it's the problem is the dism- how we dismiss and name call and 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 disregard. And I think social media has made it very easy for people to do Agreed. that to be, especially and, a social and, media platform platform like Twitter. There's a lot of Twitter is really, uh, really a feeding place and for a, arrogance and ego. And that's the, that's actually one of the reasons why of social media, Facebook more so for me than Twitter. Twitter, Twitter, yeah. Twitter is just like because the fact that you can ew. pick and choose yeah, to not crazy. be um, not be on equal bear, meaning someone can follow you and you not follow back. And, for a lot of people, that's really I, I see that. The, the it looks like as the followers grow the egos grow yeah, and that, I actually had someone on, on who I was following make a comment that if someone said a certain thing she was going to block and I, said, and I was like you know what let me, and, un- and let, me, let, me let me let me let me block this crazy and, and unfollow because you know what I, as much as some of the stuff she said I found really humorous I'm not supporting your arrogance yeah, and the other the other challenge I'm, that I have not. with Twitter is quite frankly most people are not good enough with the language to convey a coherent message in 140 characters. Most oh, people are just know, not, not that gifted I, I, I with the language. I so, struggle. I mean, that's the other challenge that I think is inherent with Twitter. Most people are just not that good at, at communicating, period. Oh, well. To even do it that succinctly and, and kind of like not end up in... You know, putting their foot in their mouth, well, you know, all or the keyboard in their mouth, or whatever you type. <laughs> I agree with you on that. All of these issues really are, you know, with this thing with Rachel Dolezal and the thing with Bruce Jenner, is still Caitlin to Jenner. me. Oh, what did I say? Bruce Jenner. Caitlin, Caitlin. You know, again, I, I, you know, from the perspective of, and this isn't being anti-trans. My issue with with Caitlin really is that, again, functions from white male power perspective. Right. You know. Um, is a and I don't understand the the parameters with which people when they switch gender can identify as gender and I and I think that also when we look at that situation outside of the trans it also speaks to the fact because I'm going back to that about how we allow men to still appropriate women's bodies mm. and and like he's the new face of womanhood but Chaz Bono will never be the new face of manhood right. you've never heard that you never heard the the um and and Chaz Chaz had a show before Bruce. I mean, you right, know, exactly. and and did the whole transition, and you never saw the celebration. But, but let me let me ju- let me just share with that. you as as the quote unquote pageant guy. Let me tell you why it didn't happen for Chaz. Chaz, unfortunately, at the time of his tr- transition, was overweight, and so that that goes into a whole nother. Okay, um, so we're, we're, that goes into a whole nother societal challenge that we have in terms of who we identify as role model. Um, because the reality because Chaz is, Chaz wasn't attractive. Chaz enough. wasn't tra- Chaz wasn't perceived to be attractive because he was he was fat. I mean, let's let's keep it real. And so okay. ha- had Chaz transi- I mean, that's, that's had tra- Chaz transitioned and been more, and looked like more uh, lean, like his mother, you know, before the transition, and then been a man who looked like he had been Cher. 
there with Chaz would have had a different experience. I'm, I'm just is saying. that what you think? I, really well, I, do. I think it has to do with the fact. I, really I, I think it has to do with the fact that well, I mean, the, and, the the the, the, the Chaz, club of of manhood of maleness oh, yeah. is very different from the club that allows you to be a woman. I, I think that's part well, of it, and I think what you said is I legitimate. think that's part of it too. But I also think I also think the weight is is also the issue. And speaking of the whole pageant tip, um, you do yeah. realize that that um, Donald Trump invited oh, Caitlyn invited Caitlyn Jenner to um, Judge Miss USA. Stunt. Okay. Stunt. It's just a stunt. Okay. I, I think it's a stunt. No, I, 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 I just I wanted to throw I, that out. He there. also announced his bid for presidency, and I, I swear to you, I, it, I, I mean, I, I just can't. It, it, well, I the, can't even get the words. See, out. the fascinating thing for me uh, I, in I terms in terms of him as a presidential candidate, technically speaking, to the extent that I'm, you know, operations coordinator for Miss DC USA, Miss DC Teen USA, I sort of work for him. You know, I mean, uh, you know, it's not a paid position, but I mean, the reality is he owns the Miss Universe organization. Um, and so, you know, he's, oh, you he's know, jump on the for, publicity. For, he for, says, yeah, but so, so, for, so, so in a sense, but I'm confused by that whole thing, because for me, knowing, you know, knowing his involvement owning, you know, with Trump Entertainment owning Miss Universe organization, he's also in partnership with NBC, which is in partnership. NBC Universal is also, you know, under that umbrella is Univision and Telemundo. Okay. And so it's kind of like crazy because he's probably going to have some FCC challenges with respect to his campaign because there's going to be because like of Caitlyn. Well, no, because he's got he's got he's got network ownership. Like, how do you how do you like how do you like have a, a business relationship with a network and jump into the presidential? Right? I don't get that. Um, ah, okay. And then secondarily, we'll he, right? And then secondarily, yesterday he's making comments about, um, uh, like Mexican, Im- like some not so great comments about Mexican immigrants. And it's like, dude, like you run a, a an international pageant, and like several of your last, like several last Miss Universes have been Hispanic. Like, why are you making like? pejorative statements about hispanic people because like he can. what are you doing in the way that you know I'm Jeff, s- I'm, this is crazy to me honorary la- <laughs> he's an honorary yeah. latino I, right. we're not even going to go into that because right. hold- that takes us right back to rachel dollars yeah Doesn't but, but you know it? but that's the that's he put on he put latino on one of his right. <laughs> he checked the box of latino and he's the the the, the uh the latino community that don't mess with jeff him. i like jeff bush Okay, whatever. The, I do. The Latino population. I'm not saying I'm, I'm going to vote for him, but I like him. Honorary uh, Latino, and he's checking that off on boxes now. So but, we're getting we're 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 really. But I will I will say this because you you, meant, you made the mention about social media. I think that media in general has contributed to sort of the whole, um, I guess, uh, 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 violent objections that we trade back and forth. Because the reality is, I think the Fox News culture is even more to blame for the hostile environment that we have in society right now than even social media is. I, I, maybe. I think all maybe. of that all of that partisan garbage that Fox News recycles on a daily, hourly basis. That's so many of us say that we're against. We go right into participating. Exactly. In and it's form. just kind of, yes. I, just, yeah. I just think you're, that, you're that, right that has really permeated the culture to a point that is just so destructive um, that, again, that's that's – trickling over into social media and, and everything else because and, and it is distracting. It's distracting because we're not working on the issues no. of gender equality because to me i mean caitlin jenner does nothing for gender equality nothing at all right. um rachel dolezal one of the things it but but caitlin jenner does like 
Rachel Dolezal help us to start having conversations about it. And, and for those reasons, I am. There, yeah, there's some I'm, social value. I'm, I'm, but still, you know, if you're white and male, there's privilege. If you're white, there's privilege. Um, and you're allowed to do certain things. And and let me let me just pull this. And this is out of the air. Out of the the only person that I know who had identified sexually as one thing and been able to change in this society and caught no flack from it. You know who I'm going to? Mm-mm. One person. Can you name the one person who was able to was 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 known as a man whore? Bisexual, not not because he was bisexual, but because he just was a man whore back in his heyday. Who, the um, Renee Richards guy? Who? Who? I don't know who he is. And was able to actually discount his sexuality when he got married and caught no David Bowie. Oh, yeah. David Bowie is the only person I know that had one time identified as gay, then bisexual. Then in the 80s, he actually made a statement to Rolling Stone um, magazine where he basically... Um, he he basically um, denounced his previous sexuality mm. and said that he never was those things. I'm I'm going to paraphrase that he never was gay or bisexual, and that that was part of the times that he was at, he was a so part. He was, of the, he was just being trendy. Right. Well, and I and I and I think that it's hey, look, you you shake your head, but I think for a lot of these young folks right. who don't know what's going on with them, right. who are who are having discomfort in their body, the trends are so they're yeah. very confused right. about. And I'm not saying it's true for all of them, so please save your no, you right. can say you. I, I was gonna say, save your letters. Go ahead, send, free, go your, with send your letters. Go ahead, send your her, send her letters. Y'all. Go ahead and get on the Facebook. She, she and knows Twitter. she she knows you love her if you send I know her letters. You, yeah, I know you love me. Everybody does love letters. We didn't even get to the mail. You know why? what? We're not even gonna get to. To the emails I've been receiving, I've I, I received a lot of emails around my talking about race often. And let me just tell you, um, you you have a choice here. You can listen and be okay with it, or mm. you could not listen. Because I'm I'm not going to change that. This is Understood. no filter. Understood. This is and we keeping. You know what? We're out of wine. Oh, well, we're also kind of like out of time. Out too. of time, are we? I <laughs> but, mean, but, sort of, kind of, because. Because we've um, been we've been chatting for a minute. Yeah, we've been chatting for so we're gonna wrap this up. But um, but yes, David Bowie was the only one, and his his comment was that he was always a a closet heterosexual, and that he was influenced by the times. And that brings up the conversation the conversation which we don't have time for now is that his sexuality nature or is it is it nature nature, because based on his statement, which he clearly said, and and you all can go to the it's uh, it was a 1983. In 1983 interview with Rolling Stone and this was just prior to him marrying Iman which by the way I love what he said about his whole thing with Iman that once he saw her his first conversation while he was looking at her he was naming their children ow I love that <laughs> I do I love that and <laughs> that it, is funny yeah, that but yeah and the, and the other thing too about the whole nature versus nurture thing is technically that brings us right back to Rachel Dolezal exactly I mean so I mean it's, it really is just kind of a compelling scenario in terms of just so many situations um that are really kind of like emerging um in the 21st century i mean it really is just kind of like and i and personally i think it's kind of exciting i I mean i think it's i think i think it's really really exciting i I, again i just wish that the excitement was not permeated by so many like volatile opinions um that the the volatile opinions just totally disrupt the constructive conversation that can that take place having, about these kinds of things. That's why everybody loves so, Bliss so, is great because exactly. you know we you exactly. have Bliss and you have Kevin so, Mohorn. So what do you think about the election so far? Really seriously. Um, you know, uh, 
let, let's save that because Ben yeah. Carson is problematic. Ben Carson, who used to be the hero when I was a little kid, and we're going to wrap this up here in Maryland. Mm-hmm. When Ben Carson came on TV, we got so it's like my was like, oh, he's a hero. Right. Baby, I don't even know who this man is. And but we're going to rank off on the table. Yeah. But yay, thank you. We're back. Okay, good And stuff. you will be back a couple of times. In fact, we have a little promotion going on. For season two. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes. Go for on it. Saturday the 20th, um, there is the Baltimore, Baltimore Wine, Wine Festival, Festival happening. So I'm sorry if you don't live close to Baltimore. You won't be in Baltimore on Saturday the 20th. But guess what? I will be there and you will be there. I will be. I, we, I have to do the Brothers Day brunch first, though. But okay, I'll be but there. you'll be there. I'll be and there. there'll be two sets of gifts. You'll carry one, and I'll carry I'll one. I'll do that. Commit, okay, I, I, I commit to that. So Absolutely. The first person that finds me, and the first person that finds you, who are not our look, who are not our close friends, who are not coming here, right, exactly. don't even try it, y'all. But, but who but finds? How us? will they find us? I'm, I'm, we'll I'm be there. Okay, good. They just right, have to. Stuff. They just have to identify us. Okay, that works. And it will put your picture up too. Okay, that works. Okay. All right. The first people, the first person that finds me and the first person that finds you, and they have to say the phrase, I found my bliss. Okay, that's hot. And if they say it, they get a set of movie tickets. That's good stuff. It's good stuff. That's so good. it is. Because movies are expensive, y'all. Movies in ca- expensive in case you ain't been lately. So we're going to take care of you and your date or right. whoever you take into the movies. So I'll I have one set, you'll have right. one set. Good. They just have to find us. Okay. I'm I found for that. my bliss. Is the statement. I'm down for that. Don't play. Don't I try something else. Good stuff. Yes. So, um, okay, cool. Well, thanks, we'll for, the, th- thanks for brunch. Yeah. This was brunch hot. And the coffee that you are not going to sleep yeah, tonight, baby. Oh, my God. I'm not going to sleep for the next couple of nights. Yeah, you're not. This I told you, though. It's strong. Because it, it, like, <laughs> totally counteracted the wine. So, yeah, yeah the wine, absolutely. which usually makes me sleepy. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I'm going to say it. Good, so, good antidote. So. Right. Thank you. Well, thank coming. you so much thank for having me. This is good stuff. Season. I'm, I'm honored. Really, truly. I love having truly. you here. All you right. know that. Well, good stuff. Oh, you know what? One last thing. My cousin, Jade Parchment, is actually Miss Teen. Miss District of uh, Miss District of Columbia's Outstanding Teen, yeah, 2015. Which is not your organization. Not my organization. Happy. She should have been Miss DC Teen USA. Oh. I'm just saying. Congratulations, Because she is Jay. beautiful. She's beautiful, and I'm really um, very happy for her. But that's all the time we have. Yeah. We've gone too long. Thank you for listening, and this is a wrap. Say goodbye to the people. Goodbye, people. All right. Love you.